When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tinsley, Spain, Kalashaw, Plasky, happy NFL Friday. Happy for who? <laughs> Not you, Plasky. Last night went, wow, whoa, whoa. And maybe don't run so much, please. Don't run so much. And everything that's everything from week one. Let's go. Uh, the night will fall depression. Here we come. This My is old nightmare. Oh, you're talking about being a Cowboy fan, Tinsley? Are you limited today because you got new cleats and they're too tight on you? It's nothing to worry about. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about Dak Prescott later. The reviews are in and they're glorious. Everybody is talking and falling in love with these Bills. For them to show up the way they did, Bills fans to show up the way they did, roll the defending champs on banner night, 31-10. What's real? What's reaction? What's overreaction? Bill, you were there. This team has your name written all over them, but it's not your Rams. It's the Bills. What did you see? Yeah, the Bills were okay. The Rams were terrible. But I'll talk about the, I'll talk yeah, about hold, the Bills. Hold the Rams for Josh, a second. Start with the Bills, please, Bill. Josh Allen was incredible. I'll give him that. Unbelievable. Three touchdowns passing, one touchdown rushing. They were 9 for 10 on third down. Unbelievable leadership. Great defense. Seven sacks without a blitz. That was incredible. Mm. The Bills looked really, really good, but let's don't coronate them or crown them yet because, again, they were playing against a team that didn't show up. They were playing a, basically a scrimmage. The other team was, was calisthenics. So uh, mm-hmm. Josh Allen was great, but let's, but let's hold Tim off. Tim so you're shaking your head no. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess Bill's alluding to the Rams not playing starters. Josh Allen threw three passes in the preseason, so he was ready for this mm-hmm. game. He was tuned up while the Rams, you know, weren't. Uh, the Bills are great. They were great last year. Some of us picked them to win the Super Bowl a year ago, ahead of our time, if you will, and, and backed off this year. Maybe we regret that right now. But regardless, Von Miller seems like an unfair addition to that team. They were already good at just about everything. And, and now to add him to the pass rush, to get seven sacks without a blitz uh, on Matthew Stafford, uh, Buffalo is ready to go, and, and I think there's probably no stop. Sarah Spain, react or overreact to what you saw from the Bills last night? I'm going to fairly react and say that they're the real deal, which is what we expected of them, and they're picking up where they left off last year with a couple additions. To Tim's point, you add Von Miller to that pass rush, and if you look at it, was a bunch of edge guys that got a chunk of snaps, and all of them were productive. So that defense is going to be scary for a lot of teams, and who's to say how much of the Rams not looking their best was just a Bills defense that's going to make a lot of teams look bad. And then Josh Allen. I mean, what more could you say? A record completion percentage. He found his guys. He got rid of the ball quickly. He used his legs. He used his stiff arm. I mean, the guy was incredible, and I, I, it's a great start for the Bills. Justin Tinsley. This is going to sound weird for a team who just beat the Super Bowl champs at their house and then blanked them in the second half 21 to nothing. 
But I give them a B minus. They still had three turnovers in the first half. B minus. Wow. Yeah, I give them a B minus. I don't want to take your class, man. Wait to see the Cowboys grade. Hey, look, let's not. Hey, let's not talk about the Cowboys or the Bears. Watch yourself, there, sir. All right, let's not talk about those. But no, look, those three first half turnovers prohibited a blowout in the first half. You know, I would still like to see more production from the actual running backs, and I would still like to see Josh Allen not take so many hits. All that being said. That's a credit to how good this team can be and will be. Steph, Stephon Diggs had Jalen Ramsey in hell mm. all night. Josh Allen can do everything on a football field in, in that defense. Everyone's alluded, everyone's alluded to the seven sacks and no pressure. If they can keep that up over the course of a season, I'm not saying last night was a coronation, but imagine, imagine what, the, what they'll be with an A-plus game. Well, you would make the argument, even before week two, maybe don't run so much, Josh Allen. Sarah Spain, mm-hmm. yeah. are you in that yeah. camp? It's easy to say you're not worried about it until something bad happens, but he's a big, strong guy, and I think there was a lot of excitement mm. about game one. Maybe he'll tone it down a little when it's not necessary going forward, but it's sure fun to watch and effective. I thought it looked like the Rams' defensive backs were more in danger of getting hurt, dragging him down than, <laughs> than him by them. He's running for 10 yards and looking up at the screen to watch it happen again. Mm-hmm. There have been big, strong guys, Cam Newton, a name I'll throw out there, who ran so well early in his career – and by the end of se- Bill Plaschke, should the Bills say yeah, maybe you I cringed. So much? Yeah, I cringed watching him because he, was, he seeks out contact. I mean, yeah. he doesn't, doesn't slide, he doesn't go out of bounds. He's the one, you know, initiating contact. And I thought to myself, can this last for 17 games? I don't see how it can. 20 games is what the Bills want to be playing, right? Yeah. All right, Bill, Sean McVay no. took the blame <laughs> for the loss. Von Miller looked like he knew the plays. Stafford had a silent count because of the fans at one point and after the offseason procedure and that turnover late in start was it on McVay or Stafford last night well McVay all McVay always takes the blame and I always say he overtakes the blame he's right to take the blame this time this is on him there were five and zero in season openers and he never plays his starters during the preseason but this is the average uh, win total for the first teams they played in the first game were six wins. This is the best team by far they played in the first game. They needed to get these guys on the field before this. This looked like a practice. Stafford was out of sync. He's coming off the arm procedure. Allen Robinson, his, his new target, uh, no target at all, two targets worse than Robinson's career. He's got to get used to pulling, throwing to him. The, the, the defense was, was out of whack. Bobby, Bobby Wagner wasn't sure what, what to do. It was a real mess out there. The offensive line was a mess. They looked like a team that didn't practice, didn't practice enough, and that's on McAllister. You know, I would add Les Snead to the mix. He just got new money, too, like, like Sean McVay did. He's the one who put together that offensive line and said, here, this is enough. We don't have Andrew Whitworth anymore. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let's let these guys uh, block him up for Stafford. And, and Stafford had no protection. Stafford didn't look for anybody other than Cup, and then he'd dump it down to a running back or a tight end. He needs to be informed. Allen Robinson's there. He used to catch passes for 1,100 yards with Bears quarterbacks. So, I mean, you, you might want to mix him Mix him in. Mm, Sarah Spain, uh, I believe that's that's to you now. I'll take that shot, and I'll accept it. It is accurate. Uh, no, I think with some more time, maybe there will be some better chemistry there between Robinson and Stafford. I think Stafford's picks are a through line from his career. I think this team can and has survived them when other things are going well. But last night they weren't, particularly defensively. The Bills were 9 for 10, 90% on third downs. That's the second best mark in the last 30 Mm. years in a single game. If you can't get stops when you need them, it's not really going to matter whether Stafford's giving the ball away because you've got to get the defense going. And that's where I blame McVay. And Tinsley. 
Yeah, I appreciate the accountability, and it does fall on him. Look, the running game was basically non-existent last night. Everyone's mentioned uh, Allen Robinson and the lack of touches for him. If it's not Cooper Cup, then where does this offense come from, at least last night? So I will say that. But last night was also an indicator of what happens when you lose major talent. You know, Whitworth, Von Miller, and Odell Beckham were all in so far last night. The only problem is that they weren't wearing Rams helmets. So, look, personally, I think defensively, They'll be just fine. There's some things to shore up on the offensive end, but I, I'm not panicking at all for the rest. Just Rams. to suss something out, everybody mentioned Allen Robinson. And seeing when Kalashov mentioned it, you seemed upset about it, insulted about it. Is there anything in there, Tim? There, there might have been some fantasy repercussions. I might have been Don't watching Don't you bring that fantasy up. stuff in here. That, oh, oh, I'm just wow. saying. You, you have Penalize him. All right. All right. You earned that one. Alan Robinson's I mean, a grown I man. Had Cooper Cup, a so I was fine. One more story here. It's news <laughs> today. Lamar Jackson will, or at least 48 hours from now, go into the season with no new deal. Ravens at Jets, Justin. Do you think having no agreed-upon deal with the team will have any impact on his play this year or on the Ravens this season? You know, personally, I do wonder what would happen if he told the Ravens, I'm not playing without a new deal. But if Lamar rolls the dice and continues to play, of course the Ravens are going to accept this. But do I think this is going to be a distraction? No, because I think Lamar understands the better I play, the more I'm going to drive this bag up. So that's what I think. The the only fear I have is this the beginning of a very, very long franchise tag saga. And Lord, I hope not. Sarah Spain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you always worry about whether even subconsciously if it affects his play, worrying about a catastrophic injury. I don't think that'll be the case for Lamar. And in fact, the last time a quarterback bet on himself and played on a fi- fifth-year deal without that new big contract, it was Flacco and the Ravens won the Super Bowl. So maybe they're just hoping mm. to recreate that magic. Mm. You're a Ravens fan, and you're hearing a comp to Joe Flacco. Mm-hmm. But it is about the Super Bowl. I'll Super reward Bowl that. Win. Tim Kalishaw. <laughs> you know, to Justin's worries about the franchise tag, I believe if they want to franchise him next year and not have anybody able to throw draft picks at him and sign him, it's a $45 million, roughly a $45 okay. million deal. That, that's pretty pricey. So I think they'll get it done. But you know, remember, Lamar does this himself. He doesn't use an agent. And so you have to wonder about how these talks back and forth with management are, are in his head during the Bill week. Flashkey. It's funny. Weren't we having these same conversations about Aaron Judge? About all right, something yeah. home runs ago, we're having the same. You know, I never underestimate the ability of great athletes to block everything out and play great. The only problem with Lamar is Aaron Judge doesn't have people trying to tackle him and hurt him. I mean, that that's part of the problem. So I could be a bit of a distraction, but I'm betting on Lamar. He's betting on himself. I'm betting on him. Alex last week. Well, the only the only thing about betting on Lamar, his great year was was 2019. We're getting a little further and further removed from that, and and he needs another. Some really people good think, year. think it's think going to spawn money. an MVP year. I heard it from uh, David Dennis Jr. Justin, you believe that too? I heard it from Dan Orlovsky. Yep. Good luck with that. We'll always focus on quarterbacks. We'll do that in buy or sell. Maybe we'll focus on the footwear of some quarterbacks in Dallas. Kalisha, what's the latest on. on the blisters for Dak Prescott? Well, limited- oh. Why are we talking to Cowboys? Come on, Tony. We'll buy or sell next. Team. Relax, man. <laughs> Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Chase. Week one Sunday, Niners at Bears, Lance versus Fields. News from San Francisco, Kyle Shanahan's named captains, and Trey Lance is not among them. Bill Plaschke, buy or sell that going into the first start of his uh, first season as starter. I can't sell this enough at this rate of support he's getting from his coach and his locker room. I give this guy a month before Garoppolo's in there. For one thing, Shanahan usually takes seven captains the last two years. This year he took only six. Lance finished seventh. So, so mm. for, uh, Shanahan's not on his side. The fact that your quarterback is only seventh, even symbolically, shows the team is not behind you. Garoppolo's waiting. I give this guy a month. Tim Kalashaw. If Al Duncan were here today, she'd say Bill Plasky's doing a lot of pearl clutching when it comes to Trey Lance the last couple weeks. First, oh, they kept Jimmy Garoppolo. How's he going to live with, with himself? Now he, he doesn't get to go out for the coin toss. They gave him the starting job <laughs> on a playoff team after two starts. Let him play but football they didn't support him. and not worry about the coin toss. Sarah, you heard it, that the player vote, he was seventh, and the coach has only yep. taken six captains. What does it mean? Yeah. I'm in between the two guys that came before me. It's not a huge deal, but I would have thought it was no deal if not for the protestations of, yeah, I didn't want to take seven guys. Well, that's weird because you did the last two seasons. Okay. Yeah, I accidentally announced another guy as a captain who was voted eighth but forgot to mention that Trey Lance was in there at seventh. There was just some weirdness around the presentation of it, and that made me feel like, he is also a little worried about the fact that he wasn't. Okay, you're with Plasky then, opinion, Sarah. You are with Plasky. No, Admit no, it. No, because. Admit it. No, no, no I heard it. Admit Go ahead, it. Justin Tinsley. <laughs> Look, man, this is only something I love because Sarah of who the with, backup with pods, is. Yeah. Look, honestly, Lance shouldn't be the captain. He's only had two professional starts. Yeah. He hadn't yeah. played a lot of football right. over the last three years. you got to earn that. I, look, but... In spite of all that, Lance will be fine. He's got a good offensive line. He's got a good running game, receivers, and defense. He will be just fine. So, Niners fans, don't listen to Bill Plasky. This is not doomsday. You will be just fine. He doesn't need to be a captain right now. Let's see how fine. Quarterback spot like week one. Lance or maybe Fields or maybe any of the teams with, you know, it's half the league, with teams with quarterbacks that are, let's see what you got right now, Mo. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. Mac Jones versus Tua Tagovailoa in week one. That's delicious. Maybe Winston, Ryan, the Baker's Bowl. 
Tim, QBs with something to prove. Week one, who do you think has the best week one? Okay, I don't think Dak has anything to prove. I just want him to prove he's got good cleats on for the game. Thank Sunday you. Night. All I right. And we're I all don't think so that's worried be a about factor. that. Yeah. But beyond that, you mentioned Matt Ryan. Uh, that's an upgrade. I don't care if Matt Ryan's, Matt Ryan's 70 years old. He's an upgrade over Carson Wentz at this point for the Colts, <laughs> who should have been in the playoffs even with Wentz. They got a great running game. I think the Colts are a team to watch. I want to see what Ryan Spain. I'm, of course, watching Justin Fields, but for the sake of this question, I'm fascinated to see if the Cowboys are as down as I feel like they're going to be. The only teams spending less than them this season are the Falcons, Bears, and Giants. They've got $40 million sunk in deck. He had over 600 attempts last year, and they've got a bunch of dudes to throw to that are either injured or nobodies. I'm fascinated to see how this turns out for Dak and the Cowboys. Justin Tinsley. I'm just gonna forget Sarah ever said that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw. <laughs> well, this you're guy a Cowboys fan, so, but Dak Prescott yeah, yeah. mispracticed this week because of his cleats. Yeah, Is that not Cowboys in midseason on... form? Uh, well, look, it's week two form, but I don't even know what. <laughs> no. So my answer is Jameis Winston. Look, this guy, I I think he'd be comeback player of the year. He he's got. It, Offensive weapons out the wazoo with Olave, Landry, Michael Thomas, Ingram, and Kamara, and that defense should be really, really good. Like, it, I think the Saints can make a lot of noise, and I think Jameis Winston will be a big Go reason why. First off, Sarah, thank thank you for voting me as your captain. I appreciate that. Oh, my and God. I, no. I'm, looking, oh, I'm, looking, no. I'm, I'm looking at Tom Brady. 11 days missed in training camp. He retired just six months ago. He's back. He's got all – and he, he said we don't know all the bleep that's going on in his life. Is it going to be – is it going to affect him? How's it going to be? Offensive line's not good. I'm watching Brady. All right. You're watching Brady. Buy or sell three. MLB news today. Big changes. The shift officially banned for next year. Pitch clock officially in play for next year. Batters staying in the batter's box. Officially in play. Bigger bases going next year. Pitchers can only throw over twice to first. If they throw over a third time and they don't get the runner, that's immediately a balk and straight to second base. Sarah, why are so these huge changes? I'm okay with the pitch clocks. I think players will get used to it. I think the walking off the rubber and how that's going to affect steals could make for some really yeah. exciting stuff. The only one I'm philosophically opposed to is banning the shift, and yet I understand why they're doing it. I'm also philosophically opposed to fixing baseball every gosh darn offseason. So if this gets us back so we're not having these conversations over and over, then I guess I'm here JT. for it. I look, like every other league, baseball wants more offense. That's why they killed the shift. And, it, and you know, Corey Seager will benefit greatly from that, apparently. But, look, more offense brings in more casual fans. More casual fans brings in more money. Surprise, surprise, this is what this is all about. Flashkey. Hey, I love it. I mean, I'm thrilled. This is the biggest thing since the DH. Games will be cut by a half hour each on the average, based on the minor league, how they tested it. Batting averages will be up 30 to 40 points. Corey Seager has hit 90 balls into the shift this year. 90 balls. If you if you put half of those as hits, he's batting like 100 points better. He's batting 350. So this wow. is great for baseball. <laughs> yes, this is this is great for baseball. It's great for the fans. And it's great for Corey Seager. I guess I mean you're using Seager as somebody yeah. that would apply to all players. I hope Tim Kellish will have a you. This, this should help the Rangers' managerial search. That kind of news right there. I am with Sarah that uh, I'm philosophically opposed to having a clock, but I understand they probably have to have it because pitchers and hitters have been abusing it for years. What I really like is it's going to put the running game, stolen bases, back into baseball. 
When I covered the 85 National League playoffs, the Cardinals had five guys who had 30 steals. One of them had 110. But this year, the National League has one Vince player Coleman. with 30 steals. The great Joe Birdie of the floor of Miami <laughs> The great Joe Birdie is John Birdie, so a mute for Cali, yeah. Real quick, I just because Seager hit the ball into 90 shifts doesn't mean each one of those is a hit or half of those is a hit, yeah, Flashkey. You really think people are going to be hitting 100 many points games, better? As many games as I've watched, yes, I see at least five hits a night get sucked Spain, up by a shift. It's so frustrating. Yeah, I just feel like we're watching a game evolve, and instead of being like, let's see what happens, we're like, nope, let's stop them from thinking smart and interestingly about the game, and let's ban the thing they're doing that makes them better at defense. It just, that's why I don't agree with it, even though I get that. A lot of defense played on Spain today. Once you agree with Plashki, your day was over. Kalashaw Tinsley, showdown next. (laughs) Here we go. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Connecticut Sun finishing on an 18-0 run to close out the Chicago Sky on the road to advance to the finals. What medal from this team? That just does not happen, but it did. Tim, was it a sun rising or a sky collapsing upon itself? Oh, a couple weeks ago, I saw the sun rise from a halftime tie with the Dallas Wings in an elimination game. This was slightly more impressive. But give credit to Dewana Bonner and Connecticut for that win. Mm. Justin Tins. Yeah, the, the sky literally fell last night. Connecticut committed 23 turnovers. That was, that was a WNBA playoff record, and they still found a way to win. And now if you're a Sky fan, this is going to be the longest offseason of your professional fandom. Especially so it, it, after the way Chicago yeah. had – dominated the head-to-head over the last couple of years. Did you see Kalish? I just want to make note. Because he covers the Dallas Wings uh, by extension, he tried to make that about Dallas a little bit in the answer? No. U.S. Open tonight. Hold on to your butts. Alcarez versus Tiafo. Justin, who you got? I have no expert analysis. I'm just going with the hometown kid. We're going to Millie Rock. We're going to keep doing it. Tiafo is going to advance. I live right down the street from where he grew up. The hometown kid is great. He's gonna, that's a wonderful story. The crowd's going to be on his side. The other kid's five years younger, and he's going to be the next great tennis player, win double-digit grand slams, and this is going to be his first. Carlos Alcaraz wins the match tonight. Those are the arguments. You know I can't award a point. Uh, you're both getting a point, but somebody is losing it after we get the result of the oh. match tonight. That means Justin Tinsley, 30 seconds of FaceTime. Yeah, last week I responded to a breaking news event where Rachel Richardson, a Duke volleyball player, alleged that she had racial epithets hurled at her throughout a game, throughout a recent match against BYU. Now, the updates today say that BYU and the local local authorities did their own investigation, finding nothing of the allegation, making a cloudy situation even more cloudy. Now, I'll respond from my personal perspective as a black person in America. I find it hard to believe that this young black girl would make up something in a gym full of people. I still stand by Rachel Richardson, but this is a very murky situation. 
Appreciate you doing that, Justin. Of course, you know, we will respond to developing news and then new news comes in and how it changes. The fact is, the nature of stories like this, you call it cloudy, murky, I mean, yeah. I mean, and, and to live in the experiences we have all lived in, that's, that's, you heard from BYU, you heard from Duke, they're standing by their, their versions of it and we have to, you know, appreciate the nature of that story. Thanks for that. We'll move on till Monday. Have a great week one.